Hello, I'm Ema Grace Crimson, Director of Africa Hopes in Christ. Thank you very much for um, Savia Rocks and Us People's Podcast for um, giving me the opportunity to reach you and all my love. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Yes People Podcast. I'm your host, Savvy Rocks, and today I am so humble and have so much gratitude to have Ema here from Africa Hope in Christ, who is seeking to build a huge middle class within the African race. Ema, I want to thank you so much for taking your time to come on the Yes People Podcast. How are you? I'm fine, and I'm delighted to be here. I love it. So... My first question for you, email, which I'm actually really enthusiastic to know because this is something that will help educate so many people is, could you tell me a little bit about yourself and your background of where you grew up and how that influenced you to be the person who you are today? Thank you very much. Um, well, <laughs> uh, I have, I'm basically from Sierra Leone, West Africa, and I'm a Creole. And we are the ones who went back or were recaptived uh, um, on our way to slavery yes. in the um, 18th century and settled in Freetown, Sierra Leone. We're called the Creoles. And um, basically, I come from a long line of in influential Creoles. Uh, my great grandmother. My great grandfather was Colinius May, who was a mayor. That was as high as you could go in those days. Wow. And he also was um, a businessman, a journalist, and a property owner. And um, on that on my maternal side. On my maternal side, also there is James Cooper Williams, another prosperous businessman, yes. who is well known for his negotiating in our country's history during what was called the Hot Tax War. He was sort of a negotiator because he was respected by both sides between the um, British and the indigenous people. So, um, yes, that's roughly my background. On my father's side, his cousin uh, in the 1960s was head of state of Sierra Leone for just a short while. But in that short while, that our so-called poverty-ridden uh, um, country made a profit just within a single year. Wow. Yes, Sierra Leone has a hundreds and thousands of raw materials and he used it and that particular gentleman did not even own a house for himself see it just takes a vision and it to believe just in takes yourself a vision and a man of integrity exactly so that is my background and you can say right from almost a toddler in the 1960s, I was born in 1960, I was influenced by Martin Luther King, the Kennedys, Malcolm X, and all what was going on that day. I was only about three, four years old. Oh, wow. But I got to know it all. And my hero is Kwame Nkrumah, who was the one who's the father of um, the African Union, and he was influenced by Marcus Garvey. I love that. I love that. That's a, that's a story in history. You should have your own book by now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you most definitely so 
let's talk a bit more about you because this is something that's really intriguing me. So define who you see when you look in the mirror. But on the flip side of that, how, what does your reflection say back to you as a person? And has there ever been a time where you looked in the mirror, Iman, you didn't recognize the person staring back at you? Yes, well, um, I'm quite happy with myself, really. I have always tried to be sincere. I hate hypocrisy of any kind. Yes. I've always tried my best to be sincere and to um, stick to what I know that is right. Actually, at the age of 11, <laughs> I took on a bully and, um, <laughs> and a whole class of 30. <laughs> and supported um, their victim who was two two little girls and I joined them number three (laughs) versus the rest of the class (laughs) what happened what actually happened well I well she was a bully and the whole class was following her and I joined the class at at that time I, I we had had a thing in in the UK so and I came back to my school in Sierra Leone at the age of 11 year six and um I joined them and she approached me and said don't talk to that one she's in Coventry and I said why (laughs) and she said um you don't have to ask me why I'm telling you not to talk to her excuse me I can't accept that she said the whole class is with me I said I know but that's stupid I will not if if you don't give me a reason I will talk to her exactly see you're an activist (laughs) at a young age You were an activist at a young age. You said, no, I'm not yeah. having that. I love that. That makes yeah, sense to me. Like that, yeah. <laughs> As I said, I'm not perfect. I haven't done everything right. But I can honestly say when I've gone wrong, I've been sincerely wrong. And um, the Lord has always brought me back. And um, I'm someone who listens to people. I, I, I take on board. I might not accept you. I might not accept your reasoning and I might say let's agree to disagree. Having that, I do. I am open to other people's opinions and I'm not pig-headed in any shape or form. But having said that, I do know I, I have a strong sense of right and wrong and what I believe is right, you will not be able to budge me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that you have... You have basically you have your own opinion on things and no one's stepping in the way because it sounds like you know how to deal with people. Yes, I do. But um, having said so, I've had I've been wrong at times. And um, when I'm wrong, I do apologize and move on. You know what? That's good because a lot of people find it hard. And this is something that um, I most probably will talk to you about is forgiveness. But that's that's forgiveness is a huge topic. Um, Yeah. And it's nice to know when a person is able to apologize for doing wrong because there are a lot of people in the world, Iman, I'm sure you know this, who find it very hard to apologize for something when they do something wrong. Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. So, no, that's definitely something. So how did your journey begin in Africa, Hope and Christ? Because this is something I would love to know and I would love for you to share this. How did your journey begin? And also, how did you connect to be your absolute best in what you do? Well, my journey began in year eight um, when I was 12 years old in um, my secondary school and we were learning about the slave trade. Yes. 
So having had that background since I was a toddler, I was appalled and I was I was um, devastated and I was angry. And I, I there and then said, I want to do something to uplift my people and make them proud of themselves, to stand yes. tall. Yes. And um, ah, from then on, I, 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 I thought about what can I do? And I went back to basics. What did my ancestors do? Um, we studied later on in year nine, the rise of the Creoles and they rose due to commerce. They became businessmen. And as I said, my particular ancestors were in the history books already. Yes. So I was very proud of them. And I said, yes, I'll do that. I said, How can I become a businessman? And I decided on accountancy, study accountancy, study uh, um, bits, um, business. That's all I knew because at that time I was quite good in mathematics. Ah. So I decided to become to study accountancy it didn't quite work out very well I had a lot of um, um problems on the way and I, I and i'm not a qualified accountant although i'm part qualified yes hey and, you have um, the knowledge yes and um i had after the accountancy prof um, profession didn't prove too um, fruitful for me. I decided to launch into different businesses. And um, the problem there, here in England, that's when I came to England in 1983, wow, when I was 23 years old. I was just born. And um, uh, as I said, around about 1997, um, 99, I launched into different businesses. I got into the property business, but um, there was always one problem or another, and um, mainly due to finances and lack of finances and um, lack of knowing, um, lack of knowledge on how to overcome my problems because I was really a solo um, businessman with no, with businesswoman, sorry, with no support. And um, eventually in 2015, I said, I'm going to launch out Africa Hopes in Christ and trust God. And I did. And it's still going on right now. See, that's because you had a belief in yourself. Sometimes you may not succeed the first 10 times you do something, but then there's something that will connect with you and your spiritual nature and you will fly with it. And it will yeah. work. And I believe in that. So that may, I'm, I love that. I definitely love that. You say that you're very passionate about mm-hmm. transforming the lives of Africans suffering financially mm-hmm. in the world. Could you talk to me more about that? Because I find that very, very important. Well, um, I, I, I don't like to put down my race or anything, but realistically looking, everywhere in the world, we seem to be at the bottom economically. <laughs> That's true. No, I agree. So um, that 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 irritated me, and I wondered why. Um, so I wanted to do something. I thought, um, you know, we're all put in this world to um, do, um, I believe, uh, um, good works and something that makes an impact for good. And that was my belief that this is where I can do it. This is a contribution I can make and be proud of myself. And I believe my God will be proud of me too. So um, I 
I, I set out, at first I wanted to do it with my own money and the businesses and everything it didn't work out, but so far it's working out um, with the Lord guiding me. Step by step, he's given me divine um, helpers and it's amazing how I met you. I went to a, an event and um, a lady connected with me, taught me LinkedIn and I put into practice, that's another thing I would like to tell the audience, whatever you learn, whatever event you go to, whatever thing you do, make the first step, no matter how hard it may be, and put it into practice. You'll be amazed. And um, divine helpers came from everywhere because I made the first move. I put it into practice, what she taught me, and it worked. See, I like that. Not many people would say that, but I definitely do like that. It is very true if you put something into practice. And sometimes the small things make the big yeah. things happen. I, fe- I, I don't thoroughly have a lot believe. of money, but it's working. You know what? You know what, Ima? You don't have to have a lot of money. From what you've said before about having the inspiration, even from your ancestors, where they didn't have anything, but they had mm-hmm. a belief and they had mm-hmm. determination to... Mm-hmm want to help people to say i have nothing but i can do something because you have nothing to lose when you have nothing you have nothing to lose yes that's true so you go forth and you believe and you just ask god for guidance i believe yeah and then you'll get that guidance and when you do you use it to the most humblest abilities that you can and you go forth i think just like you have yes i thoroughly believe that so Here's here's another one for you. So could you take me through a day in your life from when you wake up in the morning to when you feel inspired to be creative in what you do? So your passion in what you do. Could you take me through how does your day flow for you? Well, I usually tend to try. I don't always make it, but I try to wake (laughs) up at 8 a.m. And um, get the get ready in the usual way, breakfast, everything. I say my prayers and I always have a session where I listen to my Lord Jesus Christ for his guidance for the day. And then I launch into the day round about 11 a.m. And from then on, uh, Africa Hopes in Christ and my job in it is mainly to create awareness and um, hopefully people come on board and hopefully people give me um, um, inspiration, encouragement, whether it's financial or in kind. I'm happy either way. And I've had lots of people come around. And um, my target audience is the African-Caribbean diaspora. And um, my, my motto is together we can. And no individual can do it on their own, as we, we all saw, saw what happened to so many of our leaders. And I definitely am no better than any of them. In fact, I'm a bit worse. And Aww. having said that, I believe that for, that is why it is called not Africa Hopes, but Africa Hopes in Christ. I, I wholeheartedly believe that without Christ, it is impossible because our detractors are huge and having said that and um so i set about um doing um um connecting to people in social media 
and making social media campaigns wherever I can. I set about doing projects in in the little way I can. It, it doesn't take much. Um, Two hundred pounds here, five hundred pounds there to set, for them to set up um, something. I have um, people already in Africa and um, who I trust and who will vet the different businesses. As I say, Africa Hopes in Christ has um, four departments, which is um, helping education. So we have about three people at the moment that we're sponsoring in university. Um, Joseph doing public health, uh, Alfred, who's just completing um, teacher training, and he's also aspiring to be a lawyer. And also, and also um, Alusine, who's doing agricultural um, science. And Alusine is all we are also supporting him in his farm. He has been given a farm by his by his people, his family, uh, about five hundred acres, yeah. and he's growing rice. So. Um, for the time being, in the business part, we also support um, up-and-coming business people. In the business part, most of our finances are going to Alusine at the moment, and his huge 500-acre farm. Wow. And um, we should have, we're only cultivating about 50 acres of it at the moment, but um, it takes a lot of our funds, and um, we should have a harvest in September. I love this that. Year. That's absolutely amazing. So hold on. Did you just say 500 acres? That is what is available to us. That's amazing. Yeah. What do well, you Sierra Leone has the far, has 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 the soil, we have the land. What yeah. we we have the know-how because those firm, farmers have been have been doing it for centuries, but what we don't have is the modern day technology which needs the funds. That's I mean, true. for instance, Alusine is really struggling with tractors and um that's a huge amount. But um we've been able to hire a couple. That's really good. I, lo- I would love to hear how that continues. Yes, I, uh, I, we, I, I've, it, it's on my LinkedIn and it's on my social media, how Alusine is getting on. And um, it's, um, and come September, where we're looking forward to give a video of all the, the, the harvest. See, I'm definitely going to watch that. I'm yes, gonna, and I'm definitely going to share with everyone how you've been doing and what you've been doing because this is something I believe will help people understand that to learn to pass down to generations because I think one of the problems in the world is is a lot of cultures don't pass down what they have learned down to the next generation so the next generation becomes lost yeah and doesn't know about their previous generations of ancestors yeah and I'd just like to say something. The rice farming that is um, done in the southern USA comes mainly from West Africa. They so, have the, we had the know-how and um, the knowledge uh, and the know-how came from Africa, although we weren't recognized. Uh, and, and there was no rice going on before Af- West Africans went to America. It's only, um, I mean, suddenly when we went there, the, the exact same grain, the exact same uh, uh, um, things, know-how that we had suddenly happened in Southern America uh, and they became huge farmers. Whilst Africa 
because of the cutoff and because of the brain drain that happened. Yes. Um, we went downhill. And but uh, the, the people still have the know-how. They just don't have the modern-day technology um, to um, and the tractors and the machinery that is needed in the 21st century. That's absolutely amazing. I know it will work out for you. I know things take time. Yeah, but that's something that I'm definitely going to keep my eyes on. So I am so happy because. Doors are opening all over the place, and yes. I am delighted. I, you know, it it was tough in the beginning. Um, it was really tough. Having said that, I am delighted that um I persevered, and the Lord Himself is the only one that that kept me going. And people have joined me, and I have divine helpers all over the place, and I'm so happy. See, I love gratitude. That's one of the things that make the world go around and make it a better place is the gratitude that you have. So keep I'm that so gratitude. Happy that you have given me the opportunity to speak. No, I'm more than welcome. I think I believe in good karma and as a Buddhist myself, I believe to help people. Wonderful. And that it makes good. me feel good. It makes me feel good to be able to help people. So I'm so glad. Even we're only we're not even halfway through, but I'm so glad you're on. So thank you. Thank you very much. How important is diversity to you and what value do you feel you bring to that to diversity in the world? I, as I said, I'm a Christian. I'm a committed, born again Christian. So some people might say my views are... Um, anti-diversity but they're not i welcome everybody who comes my way and i i love the sinner i hate the sin and um i i will never say no to anybody our lord jesus christ never did and having said that i have my beliefs and um, I don't believe that the whole world, everything is subjective. I believe that God has given us some objective um, rules and they stand, they're principles, they're unshakable. And it's like trying to tell um, a lighthouse to move for, 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 for a freighter coming <laughs> by your way. The lighthouse will not move. <laughs> you know that little story. Yeah, I do. And I, I believe do. there are some rules of the universe and rules of, of of the earth that we have to obey, come what may, whether, whether we like it or not, they're lighthouse rules. Yes. And um and they come from God. So having having said that, um I won't say much about diversity as it is portrayed in um twenty first century, because a lot of the things I do not agree with having said that i'll never say no to anybody i um i had a um a, 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 when i was doing my property business in the um early 2000s late 90s um a gentleman who was a member of the lgbc BT came to me and said he needed a house he needed to rent and he's been turned away everywhere I had a room for rent. That was what I did. I accepted him. 
I don't believe in his lifestyle, but I accepted him. Unfortunately, he turned my house into a brothel and I had to um, ask him to leave. Ah, okay. I understand that. that. That makes sense to me. I do believe everyone has their beliefs in things. I understand the reason why people may yeah. not understand a person's lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but I also understand the story. I, am, I, I, I do understand. Um, I'm open to everybody, but I do have my principles. That's fair enough. You know what it is? As long as you have the respect for another being, and the being doesn't throw what they do in your face because that's another issue as well. I believe you have that line. So you are who you are. You've made yourself to be who you are. I respect who you are. Just don't throw it at me, which is fine, fine. you know, and that's fine. And I respect you for that, for saying that, because a lot of times I tell people, let's agree to disagree. Fine. Let's agree to disagree. I do that a lot, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good because it helps me understand that I'm not always going to agree with people's principles of how they do things and why yeah. they may not understand th- the reason why a person is the way they is or what they've been through yeah. to become the person that they were. They are. I said. You you may not accept my faith, but we are all um, the, from the African race, and all of us really want to uplift it. Exactly. There you go. We just uplift it in different ways. I like that. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Ima, if you could change one thing in the world right now, what would you change and why? Oh, that's a big question. Mm. <laughs> Ooh la la. Um, just say I if you had like, the power to. I would like very much to change the attitude of anti-christianity amongst the leadership in okay. in in the world today and um, when we did have a, a christian leader um in america he wasn't fit for purpose and i must say i was ashamed okay having said that i think um christ was made a mockery of with that particular leader and um i think he did not help the christian cause at all in fact he was the opposite of what christianity stands for having said that um i really think god has placed leaders in this world um to change things for good and i think the christian faith is the only way that it can happen. I know you might not agree with me and I wholeheartedly agree. Let's agree to disagree on that one. (laughs) And I think that as long as you have the right to learn about Buddhism, I learned about it too in university uh, um, when I did a short course on it. Um, Having said that, um, you have the right to learn about it and and make your views based on it and i have the right to christianity and right now if christians are discriminated against uh um because when we're whenever we clash with uh um uh, other groups of people and i think that's unfair okay what is it about head and all sorts of things what is it about christianity let's use both of our ones because that's a good way to go so 
I take the goodness. I don't want people to misconstrue, misconstrue why I am a Buddhist. I take the goodness from being a Buddhist. Yeah. Right? And so I use the compassion and the kindness yeah. and the willing to help and give. So that's the reason why I am a Buddhist. That's yeah. the reason why. I wholeheartedly uh, 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 understood the Buddhists have the way of love as yes. well as the way of other things. Yes, I know. Yes. So I've taken the goodness. There are good and bad in each religion, I believe. Okay, this is my opinion. Okay, mm-hmm. there are good and bad in each religion. No, I don't believe any religion is 100% perfect. Yeah, but if you are willing to take the good from it, I believe that religions can work together. But the thing is, is some people of power sometimes use their religion to force it upon people. I don't know if you agree on this, but... I do agree. Yeah. All all the different religions have been used mainly for control and by people who are insincere and disingenuine. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going. And I'm so glad you said that. If we learn to stop doing that, we can all come together and use the goodness of what we believe in to make the world a better place and also enhance other people's lives to fund and create opportunities so that people can believe in themselves and strive to be better in what they want to do. That's what I believe in. Let's agree to disagree. Okay, I like that. What is your opinion on it? My because opinion is that the only re- true religion, and I personally have studied Christianity with all of my heart, mind, and soul, and I see that to me it is the perfect religion. And to me, I'm I may be sincerely wrong, but it is the perfect religion, and I see nothing from Genesis to um revelation that tells me any different and i have read the bible several times from genesis to revelation having said so and i think in in the bible that god it's a love letter to mankind and it's the only religion that claims that god himself came down to instruct us because we were lost and um and it's the only religion that has the um at its cornerstone as um um c.s lewis said when he was asked what's so different about the christian religion he said obviously the doctrine of grace yes so um yes other religions have elements of it but it's the only religion that says love your neighbor love as you love yourself and your neighbor being not only the one you're comfortable with but your enemy not only your enemy especially the one you look down on because jews look down on samaritans yeah well yes they do (laughs) i i like that i'm gonna when you really look into it you will see that it is i Personally, I can I can take on and people have come to me with all sorts of um, reasons why I should I, I shouldn't believe I, I look at it. I try to understand them. I go back to the Bible and I've been and I understand Christianity even better. 
I will never tell someone not to believe in what they believe in because I believe that is their I'm own opinion. Saying, and that... I'm not trying to say that. That's, that's why no, I no, told no, you. No, 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 that's why. Let's agree to disagree. No, no, that's fair enough. You this are is entitled why. to your opinion. And um, this is why I like this. Love does not force. Love does not force itself or, or on people. And God never forces it himself on people. You know, it's not a religion of force. And in fact, it negates love. It negates the love if you force it. God yes. wants people to genuinely with their minds, as we're not brain dead, with our minds <laughs> as like well that. as our hearts. To believe I like that. in him and to put our trust in him and um he, he, uh, and that's and that's why i think christianity is it is it's so fantastic unfortunately um it has been used as a tool of control and, yes that's um, the part i was talking about by by yeah. by, by, by um insincere hypocritical people yes i totally agree with that because i have seen it um I was actually brought up as, just to let you know, I was brought up as a Christian. Um, yeah, so it's not that. And this is what I mean. I love the fact that we agree to disagree. In the well, I don't even agree to disagree. I embrace, I embrace every religion and I take the good parts from each one and I learn and I go with it throughout life. And this is what I find. We could talk about religion all day. It's, it's a I beautiful know. thing to talk about. It's such a beautiful thing. And, and it's Let's nice when you're able to have... Let's talk about South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful because it's, it's, you know, you learn from each other. So yeah. I'm going to move on from that because otherwise we'll be here all day talking I about know. religion. <laughs> but that's, it's a beautiful thing. So how do you feel the next generation will help change the world when it comes to creativity, Religion, fighting against. I'm very optimistic about the next generation. They're learning in a way that our our um our grandfathers didn't learn to be proud of themselves. Um, they're learning about the empires of Africa. They're learning about um um our the belief in our ancestors. They're learning not that um uh, and I don't particularly think going back to religion that the African uh, um, respect for ancestors is any different from what the Jewish people and the um, Christianity says. I don't agree with what the missionary says in in that respect. Having said that, I respect my ancestors and um, just like any African does, and and as we grow, we we it's 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 I think the the next generation. In fact, it was my daughter, to be honest, who told me all about the um uh, the book about um African the great inventors of the world who were Africans. You you never yes. learned that in school. That's you know, true. you grew up to think that um Africans had nothing to contribute, but the next generation no. They're learning and the internet has been wonderful for us. Yes, it has. And it's right at your fingertips. Yes, it's right at your fingertips, you know, and there's so many African uh, uh, African people in America, in Europe, in Africa that are doing phenomenal things uh, 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 and, uh, and invention, science, you name it. Yes, they are doing it. And um, we never knew. We never See. knew. We thought um, they taught us in, 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 that we were the dark continent and that we had nothing to contribute. 
that was wrong. Sometimes people are scared of what is powerful in the yeah. world. And, and so I, I, um, I, I, I'm glad that ne this next generation, my daughter's generation and my granddaughter's generation, we become prouder and prouder of themselves. And, and stronger. And, they, 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 and they're getting there. The more they learn about their culture, the more they learn about their ancestors, the more they learn about other African people making contributions to science. I'm not, not only sports, yes, we're fantastic in sports, but we make contributions in science too. We make contributions in IT too. We make contributions in engineering too. We make contributions in agriculture too. You know, so, and, we, yeah. and um, uh, for for a while, my mother's generation were never taught that. Yes, that's true. Because I've heard that too. Even from my parents, they weren't turned, they weren't sorry, they weren't taught so many things that yeah. we've had the opportunity to be taught and i'm glad so i'm very pleased about the coming generation and what's going to happen in the future i like that i like that a lot where do you see africa hope in christ in the future what is your vision for my africa, vision um is um to, to and a lot of people are doing it a lot of people are businessmen are, are doing it with a lot more money uh, uh, than, than i have than i have but i see my contribution in lifting up the um the um ordinary businessman or the the, the person who has a career dream who is intelligent but just lacks finance I saw yeah. lots of people in Africa who were completely literate, but they were sharp. Oh, exactly. they were sharp. <laughs> and you couldn't force them. You couldn't argue with the Ramatus of the world. <laughs> they, you know, they would outwit you at any time. I like that. You know? And you might be a PhD. They would outwit you. <laughs> you know, so I saw intelligence all over as I was growing up. And luckily, my father was, was somebody who encouraged uh, um, um, intelligent people that he came across. And um, he may not have um, um, got done giving them physical money or anything like, like that, but he did do, go went all out to, to, to help them. In fact, he had a young man, just, just to name one of the many people that he's helped, and who was a male nurse he was a doctor and he was as sharp as a button and my father said <laughs> you wasted as a male nurse not that i'm to have anything wrong with with nursing he said why don't you try and do medicine you could make it you know and he said sir i don't want to do medicine he said don't you want you want to stay um you know no stay where you are and cleaning toilets and things he said no he said i want to be a lawyer and uh, up my father went, you know, and that young man became a second vice president of our country. See, there you go. It's possible. Uh, I've seen it. There you go. And there's thousands of them all around Africa. So my job is to uplift them. In fact, one of our um, multimillionaires in Sierra Leone was a diamond trader, he, you know, and he never knew A from Bullfoot. He couldn't read or write, but he was yeah. sharp. He was business-minded. I like that. I like the way yeah. you said that. <laughs> yeah. He educated all his children, but he himself was illiterate. See? 
So it's like I said, it's always about drive and yeah. believing in yourself. Is that that's so important, and that confidence too. Yeah, the confidence to be able to do these things. You can climb mountains. Yeah. What are you most proud of that you stand for? Um, I'm most proud of that I stand for um, uplifting the few type, the few, um, what I'm doing with Alusain and what I, I, I'm about to do with at least 20 others on the waiting list. <laughs> um, um, the business part, you know. Yes, it's, it's um, nice to give people careers in medicine, law and all these things, but I'm most proud of, um, uplifting the business and the commerce in Africa because I don't think um, something went wrong after the slave trade and um, we have subsistence farmers well farmers in in in, in America and, and and the UK and Europe are the richest in the world yes yeah yet we have people giving us cows and chickens and microfinance <laughs> and we're never getting any higher <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, not to say I, I have anything against the other charities, but um, I, I don't see why Africans should just be on the subsistent level and subsistent fa- farming never going high. I mean, <laughs> farmers are the richest in the world. Yeah. And it's such a cool thing to be a farmer because you'll never go hungry. Yeah. Yeah, and they'll they, they, it's already made uh um what well, what should I say recession free business exactly. Everybody's gonna need to eat till kingdom come. <laughs> <laughs> See, no matter what the economy is, you've got to eat. Exactly. That's if I ever was starving, I would go to a farmer's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's not only farming, but there, there are lots of other uh, uh, yeah. um, businesses we want to uplift. Uh, and um yes uh and we will do it one at a time and if people join us we we welcome contributions and um we 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 will sponsor people we will sponsor businessmen we will nurture them we will um connect them to um businessmen in england and and, and america who have made it who will mentor them because we don't want just want to leave them I, I, I give them, throw money at them and leave them up because business can be a very lonely uh, um, uh, um, profession. If you, you and if you don't know what you're doing, you're bound to fail. That's true. That is true. You do need guidance. So that's what Africa Hopes in Christ will be most proud of, building a huge middle class. And um, and we're not looking for, for to create... Uh, um, billionaires but if we do we'll be very happy um the odd one or two but having so we want to create a huge level of middle class people who are comfortable financially and of course who will recognize that um this has been done through christ yeah i understand it if there was one song because i know music is is very powerful Mm-hmm. And 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 especially through safe slavery, mm-hmm. music was very powerful. Mm-hmm. If there was one song that was the soundtrack of your life, what song would you choose, and why would you choose that particular song? The one song which um, 
stands out for me and what makes me believe that Christianity is the only true religion is Graham Kendrick's meekness and majesty, manhood and deity, in perfect harmony, the man who is God. I like that. That makes sense to me. I understand why you chose it. I always like to understand why a person chooses a particular song. And that there's a part that says, stooping so tenderly lifts our humanity to the heights of his throne. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to put that in my Spotify playlist now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to put that in my Spotify playlist. I only have one more for you. Yeah. And this is the part I would love you to tell people absolutely everything of where they can find you. So, Ima, could you tell us where we can find you on all your social media platforms, anywhere where people would like to contribute or, or give funds or anything to help, you know, what you do? Where can they find you? You can find me on LinkedIn, Ima Grace, Ima Kumson, sorry, it's just Ima Kumson on LinkedIn. And you can find me on Facebook, Ima Grace Kumson. You can find me Africa Hopes in Christ on, on um, Facebook. And you can find me on Instagram, Ima Grace Kumson. You can also find me on Twitter, uh, um, Africa Hopes. See, I like that. Ima, I want to thank you so much for coming on the Ask People podcast. You've been an absolute pleasure even before when we first started we had some technical issues but you know what it was the patience between both of us to do this interview and I believe when you have patience you get such a great success at the end and I believe this has been one of the podcasts that have been one of the greatest ones that I've done because it's been controversial it's been about different topics it's been you know agreed to disagrees <laughs> and I've absolutely loved it so Ima I want to thank you so much I wish Africa Hope in Christ all the success in the world and I hope when you do get to the level of where you want to be or want to become you will come back on the podcast again to do another one thank you very much I'll be delighted bless you my mm. sister Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. I want to thank you so much for listening to the Ask People podcast. And please remember you can subscribe and also leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play and any platform that you prefer listening to. Please also follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And you can also donate to the Ask People podcast by simply going to the Savvy Rocks website or just typing in paypal.me forward slash us people podcast guys thank you so much for listening stay happy stay positive and as always please continue to be kind to one another
<laughs> I didn't think it would go that good. I didn't think I'd rise up to the challenge. Oh, you definitely did. <laughs> no, you definitely did. I, I'm really proud of you, to be honest, as well. <laughs> Thank you. I surprise myself sometimes. It's God. <laughs> hey, if, if it's God, then it's a good thing. 